At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free as charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Hey y'all, this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Forget about magic shave, forget about clippers. We deserve better products that work better for us. So check out GetBevel.com today. Use code THEREAD to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. So go check out Bevel right now. Check them out today. Whenever you get a chance, they're awesome. I've used the product before. You're going to love it. And let's start the show. Um, I'm innocent. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. Oh, damn. Pimp squad, baby. When I found out about that For story. life. Hold <laughs> it <and> down. <laughs> Why? You don't have to do this. If you P-O-P. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm finished. I'm not even going to say shit else. Hey, everyone. I'm Donna Goodall. And I am Bob Stoops. And this is The Reed. I think that was her name. Whatever. I'm not 100% sure, but y'all, if you haven't seen by now, I feel like you could probably just Google legally blind and it'll come up. Yes. This shit was just unreal. I could not believe it. After people told us about it at the Dallas show, I went and looked it up and I was just like, why would you have the legally blind bitch driving the getaway car? Like, I still don't. She ain't no damn legally blind. (laughs) They said, so you're legally blind. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know they'd be lying too. Huh? Right. I'm legally blind, too, without my glasses or contacts. That's what my doctor to my optometrist told me that a long-ass time ago. Well, shit, hell, I probably am, too. Because I can't see a damn thing. Just colors and, like, vague shapes. So, yeah, guys, this is The Read. It Welcome is. back. We're here. So let's dive on in. I'm going to let you know right now, I don't know what has been going on with us over the past few weeks where we have been doing this hour-and-a-half bullshit. But I'm letting you know on today that we are wrapping her up at a smooth 60 minutes, approximately. Yay. All right. Black Excellent this week, Black Excellence, goes out to 22-year-old Emmanuel O. His last name is not O. His last name is a very uh, Nigerian name, and I don't want to mispronounce it. So okay. I'm just going to call him O. Um, Emmanuel is 22 years old. He just graduated from John Hopkins University with the highest GPA in the school's history, a 3.98 GPA on a scale of four. Wow. So if you're Nigerian, I know we have a lot of Nigerian listeners mm-hmm. and followers and stuff. Shoot one up in the sky for your girls because young Emmanuel is out here changing the game. He got his degree in neurosciences and he plans to continue his studies at Yale. So congratulations. Is that Yale? Is medical school? Yeah, Yale Medical School. Wow. So congratulations to Emmanuel. Shout out to all the Nigerians. This one is for y'all. That's really dope. It is. John Hopkins is like the school. Right. Like that ain't no punk ass school. (laughs) Like. (laughs) <laughs> to just be like, oh, bitch, I have the highest GPA. Like, it ain't your mom and them university. Like, it's a real-ass school. And also, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Erica Badu for being black and excellent and singing <laughs> on 42nd and 8th. Yeah, so right like right over there for in like, the theater district. Right. Times Square is kind of place, which... And and what nobody recognized her? Like how long was she? Someone out there? did recognize and this is why I love Erica Badu. She's fucking hilarious. Someone recognized her as she started like this little video, like recording it, and she was tell- telling everyone what she- telling everyone what it was she was about to do. And someone was like, Excuse me, can I take a picture? And she goes, Beat it, I'm trying to do something. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously she like laughed and she took a picture with him or whatever, but she's fucking hilarious. Yeah, she's everything. And I heard she made like three dollars and sixty cents from singing. But if you would have looked like 
watch the video okay. you'll see why she's a riot anyway so she is everything hot topics this week just want to go ahead and start with an apology bono from youtube wants to say my bad for what for, for the bullshit that you put on everybody's goddamn phone. Wait, for real? He's apologizing? Yeah, so... Look at God. There was recently, like, they had, a, like, a Facebook Q&A with you two. And I guess a fan asked, can you please never release an album on iTunes that automatically downloads to people's playlists ever again? It's really rude. It is. That's a fact. I agree. What did he say? And the response was, oops, I'm sorry about that. I had this beautiful idea. We got carried away with ourselves. And artists are prone to that kind of thing and try to, you know, say, we've recorded all of these songs. We just really wanted to make sure that everyone, you know, got a chance to mm-hmm. hear it or whatever because the shit was free. And I mean, you got to plaster it on everybody's goddamn mobile device and then we can't even take the shit off. Right. Like, we. I mean, it never phone. happened to me. I hooked up my phone to iTunes and the album was not there. I'm like, how do I delete it? You had to do some special Jedi shit, go into your library and shit and on your hard right. drive and why find can't you it. just like, swipe why left? is this so hard like i don't want to write why cannot not just get this off my damn phone i said I on twitter that. you two they they treated us kind of like you know like rappers with their mixtapes or like like party promoters how they like shove a mixtape or a, a flyer in your chest right so you like have to grab it and like and you just can't get it off <laughs> right like are like the motherfuckers who put flyers in your car window yes like, like i didn't ask for this why are you what is so you just gonna put this all in my property? Like you just gonna put this all up on me, my nigga? Like I was going to the Matter store. Matter of fact, once I went to the fair and some niggas put club flyers on like the windshield of my yeah. car, and it had rained, and so like it, I had to like peel the shit off, and then there was residue, and I was ink and stuff on your windshield. I almost wanted to go to the party just to set it on fire. <laughs> Just to be like, and look what you did to my goddamn windshield. And that's exactly what you two did to all of us. But Bono wants you to know that Violating my cloud. Like, I could be using this space for something else. Your fuck-ass album just gonna show up. Someone on Twitter was like, well, if it was Beyonce, then y'all would've loved it. Y'all would've had a parade or something like that. And I was like, well, okay, first of all, girl, duh. Right. Somebody on Twitter is always saying something stupid. Like... Of course I would like it if it was Beyonce. I like Beyonce. Duh girl and i'm not against you too i'm just not a huge youtube fan to the point where I and even right. if it were beyonce maybe i would want to take the damn phone the the album off my motherfucking phone i have an ipod right. separate to that and i'm not out here spending however much money y'all are spending <laughs> on additional storage and shit nope. so maybe i don't want the shit on my phone in the first place i don't want to have to go and break into the matrix and call neo and jada pinkett smith and whoever the fuck else to come and take this motherfucking album off yes. my phone and the shit came like a thief in the night all of a sudden everybody was like search you two on your phone i swear to god it's an album on there like wait a minute it damn sure is an album on here. Like, nigga, I didn't ask for this. This wasn't authorized. Y'all just decided you was going to put it in everybody's cloud and everybody was just going to have to deal with it. No, niggas was mad. It was a pushback. Oh, that well. was very rude. Yeah, we didn't appreciate it. So, Stevie J and Joseph Hearn. No, I'm not going to do that anymore. Okay. Stevie J and Jocelyn Hernandez are apparently expecting a human child to come out of her uterus in nine months or so. Hmm. That will belong to the both of them Okay. from genetics. She's not going to get rid of this one on VH1 like she did the last one? This I one is for keeps? Not. Okay. All right. I'm feeling like what's about to happen is that Mona's just going to trash the rest of Atlanta and just give... Mm-hmm. Jocelyn or maybe she'll keep it and try and do you know like give it a whole new cast but I think we're like you know we're weeks away from a Jocelyn and Stevie show right and you know chronic it'll be the chronicles of her pregnancy and oh, God. desire for pickles and it's just I don't I really like I feel like in my heart I hope nobody watches this but being realistic about it I know niggas is gonna flock to this because there's no know. way they gonna talk about Stevie J and Jocelyn being pregnant and not bring Mimi back into the mix because Mimi's whole thing was that she had Stevie J's baby and she was the baby mama da, 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 da. and now Jocelyn is the baby mama too so it's just gonna be like we all gotta be a big family but also let's do some crazy dramatic so shit so the fuck what Stevie J Mimi got kids with everybody Stevie J's only baby right, mama right but I'm talking about in in 
in relation to Jocelyn, like in that whole that nigga got a whole bunch of context. He got a cast. He's got a short film. Yes, he does. He's got an entire roster of kids out there by different girls, which is Jocelyn is the newest. I guess the discussion came from this photograph of of the couple at something called ATL Live on the Park. Okay. And he is here holding his hand. He's actually holding his hand on top of Johnny Gill's hand that is on top of I beg Jocelyn's stomach. <laughs> I don't know exactly what jo- Johnny Gill is doing in this photo or why he... Are you being serious right now? Can I see it? Like, because I just don't think... Johnny oh, Gill. Okay, Johnny Gill is really... Is cupping Jocelyn's womb. Why? And Stevie is cupping Johnny Gill's hand that's cupping Jocelyn's womb. And I feel like it's telling. I feel like it's very telling. Yeah. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Is it, right because this picture is giving me like we're a group of people who are going to parent this kid like right this looks like a polyamorous relationship that has resulted and I'm just really confused by it I did not well. realize Johnny Gill was friends with Jocelyn and Stevie J like I don't know what's happening right now I've like who asked for this I didn't ask for Jocelyn and Stevie J's baby to be a part of my life I didn't. I don't want to see why. <sighs> I just hope they you know, like, crack down on the crack, <laughs> you know, and punch the up the paprika. Really? You know, get that coke out. Because, you know, they stay high 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Like I saw them at Hartsville Jackson eight. a couple months ago and they were being very extra, like without a camera crew or anything. They just they were dressed like they were headed to a club appearance and it was like a smooth 1.30 p.m. like at the airport. Like, what are you niggas even doing? Why are you in seven inch heels like in the middle of the day going to the airport or coming back from it or what the fuck ever? Like, they are just ridiculous. I feel for that baby. So, and I, I did not think I could feel Johnny Gill sorry. feels for that baby. Okay, no. I feel like Johnny Gill is the third parent to this baby. Like, that picture is very intimate. It's like, that shit is romantic. It is they're excited like they're making an announcement i just want someone from production to like sneak into a scene where jocelyn is sleeping and just put some like headphones over her stomach and then whisper through it and be like girl just run as soon as you get a chance like this is about to be some bullshit i'm sorry to tell you but we can make it work just run as soon as you can i didn't think i could feel worse for any child after mimi and that sex tape came out but whoever makes their way out of jocelyn's vagina that person has my full pity (laughs) because (laughs) look at the people you have been birthed to like this is just i don't think it could you could have come up with a worse set of parents like god damn your mom and daddy both just some stone cold dumbasses. There is trouble in Young Money Paradise, honey. Okay. After we just talked about, did we talk about Tyga and, and what's her face? On yes, the and the little girl, the little Kylie girl. Well, the Kardashian curse strikes again. <laughs> Tyga was just on Twitter complaining about how his label is holding him hostage and they haven't released his apparently anticipated album anticipated by whom um la i guess okay you know la loves them some tiger or maybe they don't but every time i go to la i hear tiger every four to five minutes on the radio hmm. all right I'll or just walking down the street i don't know his music or what it sounds or like, like so. in cvs he's just <laughs> like i don't and i like i enjoy tiger's music actually but i just i didn't know that he was such a huge star I would always kind of wonder why he would be like featured so often with them and in all the videos because I was like, oh, he's not part of the group. Well, yeah, he, I guess, was. And here's a story. Okay. So his album is called the Gold Album, Eighteenth Dynasty. Girl, I don't know, but he's working with Kanye West now. <sighs> that kind of puts two and two together for me, but. I don't know. I think he also has some shit called The Last Kings, and I think he talks about gold a whole lot. And I don't. What are the other 17 dynasties? How did we just jump straight to the 18th one? What the fuck is that about? Well, 18th is the West Side Dynasty. Okay, so this is something That's the South Central. The 18th 18th Dynasty must have, like, started in Compton. I feel like this is a drug and or gang reference that I don't get. I feel like Tiger's not even from California. So he fell out with the rest of the people in this group? Yes, because he's trying to say that Young Money is holding on to his album and won't put the shit out. Oh, yeah, he's from Compton. Whatever. Okay. So um, he went out there, you know, hollering and 
and hooting and whatnot and said that the music industry is a devil's playground and he's a man of God. <laughs> That's new. Since when? He said, Last Kings is what I built and the only thing I rep ain't no one man ghost. <laughs> Rappers, celebrities alike, when you are when you decide <laughs> to tweet or share any anything on social media that you know is going to be like popping on the blogs that you know we're going to talk about, just have somebody proofread it. Just have somebody go over everything and, you know, anyway. Yes. Ain't no one man go stay in the same spot forever. That's a sucker. Oh, this is a Tupac quote. So how, then you disrespected Pac too. Never bite the hand that feeds you, but never starve for the hand that does it. Hashtag last kicks. Okay. Niggas love a nice quote. Don't they? They love to go and pull out the deepest possible shit they can find to match they fucked up situation. Because it just makes you quasi-intellectual. Like, it's just like, right. I done said something that makes you go, hmm, no, so look haven't. at me. I'm so smart, honey. No, you were smoking that good Cali weed. And you came up with some shit and you were like, I'm going to apply this to my fuck-ass situation with my album not coming out. Like, nigga, please. So there you have it. Tiger's pissed that Young Money won't release his album. The president of Young Money, Cash Money, Money Baby uh, Club goes baby. up on a Tuesday, whatever the whole all the letters Mm -hmm. the president mac main um found you know tiger in the middle of his rant and he said don't forget about putting limes and coconuts what you rep didn't make you or build you i'm gonna help you out here lime he had a song called limes and coconut he had a song something about lime put the lime in a coconut and mix it and stir it okay so it was a remix of like the other song laurie's breaded chicken (laughs) He's from New Orleans, so it could have been anything. Whatever. So he basically shaded the fuck out of him. Tiger responded by saying it's about growth and maintaining. And he told some fans that were asking, are you talking about Young Money? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be signed to them no more. Nicki Minaj unfollowed him. How do people even keep track of this shit? Who even keeps track of what Nicki Minaj is following and what Is there like a meter that was like... That shows when someone's... I don't be knowing what's going on. I feel on like anymore. there are stands who get up every morning and they take note of how many people Nikki is following and they go through the list and write down all the names. And if the number ever changes, they go and find out where the discrepancy is. There's an app for this. Is there? There's you certainly know, I'm an almost app positive, yes. for this. <laughs> yes, there is. Because there can, is an app where you can see who unfollowed you. Yeah, I know about that. Like if you want to get your own feelings hurt. I feel like there's one where you could probably just put in somebody's name and just stalk them. And their fucking social media choices. Y'all need lives so bad. Like, ooh, you motherfuckers are supremely bored. So, it looks like Tyga may be leaving Young Money, which How is sad. just so hurtful for my spirit. I can't take it. I yes. need a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch to cope. Okay. I'm really hurt about this. So, this person whose music I've never heard and have therefore never anticipated. So, do you want to talk about... Well, we're like at 25. I feel like this is going to take a while anyway. I didn't want to do this. I really didn't want to do this because I just don't care. Like, I'm trying to find a portion in my spirit that gives a fuck and it's just not there. However, (laughs) everyone is still talking about it. Snoop Dogg and Iggy Azalea. Oh, we can go against the grain, though. We don't have to. I don't feel like we don't have to join in. So Snoop Dogg posted a photo after I think the website was ET online, they show they posted a picture of Iggy Azalea with no makeup on. Snoop Dogg decided to jump on Instagram and he posted a photo of an albino woman with cornrows and it said Iggy Azalea no makeup. So it wasn't actually Iggy Azalea it without was not makeup. Okay. Iggy Azalea without makeup. It was an albino woman with cornrows. All right. From there, Iggy um, hopped on Twitter. She hopped on Twitter and said something to the effect of, you know, oh, you didn't have, and you weren't saying this when I was on your show, and you weren't saying this when I saw you out, and you wanted to, you know, you sent people to take a picture or whatever. Like, basically, nigga, you've seen me out and you didn't have this to say, which, girl, so, anyway. Right, anyway. So after that, I think he may have posted something else. And then Iggy said, glass houses, Snoop. I'm a bitch because I called you out for being a secret friend. Grow up and God bless. Then she posted a photo of Snoop with the caption that said, when your drug addict aunt gets clean. 
then deleted it. Mm-hmm. So after that, Snoop Dogg went on this whole like <laughs> 16 hour Instagram rant. No, where, he like, didn't. Like this whole back to back medley of Iggy Azalea Shade, where he posted photos of her side by side with like Sean and Marlon from White Chicks. He posted a photo of, of Nicki Minaj that said, Nicki sitting next to. Um, Nikki sitting with other relevant rapper, female rappers in the game. And it was a picture of Nikki sitting by her goddamn self. Oh, well damn. Um, he also called her a bitch, a cunt, I believe a hoe, and told her, her Iggy's boyfriend, Nick Swaggy P. Young. Why? Who plays for the Lakers, that oh. he should check her before he has to do it. Why does he have a rap name? I'm very confused as to why. I'm expected to take anything that a man named Swaggy P says seriously. I'm looking at him now, and there's just nothing about his face or demeanor that says that I need to take this person as like a real responsible. Adult. I don't. I don't need to take your opinion no. into consideration. Not to mention you're dating Iggy Azalea, so am I supposed to be under the impression that you make good decisions? And or? she at him, and you did it. What the fuck is a Swaggy P? Why does that have to happen? Okay, Swagford. All right, so so, so, so Snoop went on this whole Instagram spree, this tirade of just okay. you know Iggy disses, and in the meantime, she basically you know had all of her her white friends and followers and fans and Perez Hilton come to her defense and you know oh, poor baby and say oh he's so mean and misogynistic and he's a bully and I, she said you know I feel sorry for you and and your kids and God bless and wish you well and. You know, Perez Hilton is over here crying and, and sending memes like, first of Child, all, bitch, fuck who the fuck asked you, axe wound? Sit the fuck down somewhere. Like, he is always interjecting himself. <laughs> like, he always want to, like, stand behind somebody's back. Like, yeah, bitch, I got your back. Fuck. Like, every yeah. time. Every time celebrities get into some shit, he picks a side and then, like, goes super hard. Like, On bitch, the other but who person, cares? Like, who did, did they text you and right. ask you to do you this? You act like niggas just know you and you was invited to the party or your opinion like anybody gives a fuck about it these must be his friends because I don't understand like I don't (laughs) it's okay anyway right um oh god so there you have it um the internet has been talking about this for like two or three days now as of a few hours ago Snoop Dogg posted another video on Instagram where he said that he was done and he apologized oh did he because he had a conversation with T.I. over the phone (laughs) And how did that go? Apparently, well, since he said he was sorry. So, no, but I mean, like, T.I., it wasn't no internet shit. It wasn't no, oh, I'm going to whoop your ass and don't talk shit about my bitch and all this like he did. I feel like I feel like Clifford calmly called Snoop Dogg and was like, look, my nigga, can you just leave her alone? You know, just, like, I feel like he nicely asked her to stop, asked Snoop to stop. Right, but it didn't play out in front of the public no. for a bunch of attention and everything, like his shit with Azealia Banks did when when Azealia came for Iggy and all that. Right. So I just think that's very interesting that you chose one way, and I get it because Azealia compared to Snoop Dogg is a, like as nobody compared to a legend. So I get it, but I also think it's very interesting that this just so happens to be the time that you decide to take the high road. And I hate that this sounds like I'm defending Iggy Azealia because that's the last thing I would do. You mean Azealia Trust Banks? It, either one of them. Uh, because trust and believe I don't give a single fuck about the well-being of either one of those people. And if you want to call them bitches and hoes and cunts and all the rest, that is completely your business because I don't give enough of a fuck about them hoes to defend them. But if you going to come for somebody, then come for them. Like, I don't understand going so hard on Azealia on Twitter or publicly or whatever. And then, but when it come to Snoop, you like, Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna just make a phone call and settle this behind the scenes. Girl, what? <laughs> this whole thing is so Who fucking cares? stupid. And I'm going to break it down for you right here and why. A, Snoop Dogg is high. Snoop Dogg is high as fuck. Snoop Dogg is the source code of high. Like, he's the oracle. He's the high. He is the weed oracle. He has his own strain at a dispensary in California. I read a whole article about it. Like, some really good shit that they grow, like, in a basement. Like, the crazy. The man's been high 
for 40 consecutive years or something. <laughs> like, he probably just has like the craziest, like the best dreams. He I feel has like it's been just high like nonstop since 91, though, Snoop's for real. Snoop's dreams must be like Minecraft, where he can just build it however he wants and rewind and fast forward and pause and do all kinds of fun right. shit just because of all of the cannabis that has taken root in his DNA. He's high. Mm-hmm. Even in the middle of all of this post, all of the disses, he was putting up videos, like clips from Truck Turner and videos of Andy Milanakis punching a damn wall. <laughs> The nigga, like he's high watching YouTube videos, like like everybody else high is doing right now. Like I would just would not even pay him that much attention. Plus the fact that he's been calling women bitches and hoes since his music literally first came out. What the fuck? Like, we supposed to give a fuck? Is he talking about a white girl now? Is that it? Like let me know. Let me know. Iggy, girl, you're a rapper. The nigga says something slick. Say something slick back. Defend yourself. Why the fuck he posted? 28 fucking disses towards you and you did one like you posted one shady thing about him and then deleted it and then want to be like oh we are the world we are the children why is this big scary black man being so mean to me I'm so disappointed in him every time somebody says something slick about her she always wants to act like hurt or right. like I'm so disappointed whatever when Rod Digger said that she felt like Iggy Azalea wasn't genuine or whatever the fuck she didn't like her accent yeah. she's like I'm just so disappointed why all of these you know all of the females before me have something negative to say. Nick you a rapper. Right. You're in hip hop. If you and a be- garbage one. And you had the song of the summer. You had this huge record. You got away with all of that. Like you and Charlie XCX yes. all over Thanks the Thanks to a world. very catchy hook. Like so, because that did it. Stick up for yourself. If somebody say something slick about you, then bitch say something slick back or ignore the motherfucking ass. Like when you had Ti jumping on Azealia Banks in your defense, what did Azealia do? Popped right back on his motherfucking ass. She didn't sit there and just be like, oh my God, I'm so scared for my life. Right. Oh my God, I'm so like, oh, why are you picking on me? I mean, she That's would true. point I out. I can at least give you give her that. She will point out, like, you're a grown ass man. What the fuck are you doing? You know, taking shots at me. And I did feel like Snoop went, he did too much. First of all, if anybody should really be pissed in this situation, it is whomever the fuck that woman was in that first photo right. that he put, posted. Right. Because that was really the fucked up whole the situation about right. this for me. I don't give a fuck about what the fuck he's gonna look like with no goddamn makeup on. And I don't give a fuck about high ass Snoop Dogg. And I don't know who the fuck Swaggy P is, Pigford's pig. Swagnish, whoever the fuck this Boondocks rapper ass name. Like I don't give a fuck about the shit that really pissed me off or made me feel bad or away was that photo that he posted. Mm-hmm. Right, because that poor lady didn't have shit to do with this ridiculousness. Like, like girl, you don't in the drag rap her game. into no. You could have taken this and many other situations where people have tried you and made a rap, like a diss, or put that shit into some music, like right. something. Why do you and I? No, Girl. but that's real because you went to be a rapper and you swear you grew up in rap culture and it was you lived and breathed rap and it was all this, this, this. But when somebody come at you, you don't know how to make a diss record back or say some shit back to them. Like, I thought you grew up in the culture, though. Iggy, I thought this. I thought you didn't fake this accent. I thought this was your life. I thought you she lived told, and breathed this shit. She told that um, that photographer, that paparazzi man that was following. Did you see that video? Mm-mm. There was like a, a photographer that was following her around the grocery store or snuck in the grocery store to take a picture of her or some shit like that and she I don't know if this was her assistant or who but someone came out and was like cussing a man out like literal cussing the I guess he was kicked out or whatever when she came out pushing her cart at one point the man said that she had spit on him in the store okay and then he said something like I could have a bowling now and she said I hope you do have Ebola I hope you have Ebola and you die and then she like tried to hit him with her cart and then, like, complaining, like, I'm just trying to buy eggs. And I'm just, you know, you don't have the right to do such and such and whatever and whatever the fuck. Which is true. And I've always said that I cannot imagine and I would never want for photographers to be following me around in my private moments and taking pictures of it and shit like that. So I'll give you that. But the photographer also had a great point. You're famous. You're a superstar. You can't expect to not go to the grocery store in L.A. and not, you know, see paparazzi. Like, if anything... That's dope. You're and you what you're okay. Iggy Azalea is not like an Andre 3000 or a Lauren Hill <laughs> or even a Lana Del Rey that's like super artsy and 
absolutely unattracted to the thought of fame and celebrity. You have celebrities and musicians especially who are out here and they're about their craft and could not give two fucks about being at a party, could not give two fucks about hosting or performing at an award show. They just want to put out their music and be left the fuck alone. Iggy Azalea is not one of those people. You wanted to be a, a superstar. That comes with the territory. Anyway, I'm not saying that her behavior in that video was right or wrong. I'm mm-hmm. saying that she didn't have a problem telling a nigga to get Ebola and die. She didn't have a problem spitting on him and pushing her card at him. But when it's Snoop Dogg and he's First of all, you have all the material <laughs> in the world. He just painted himself up white and put on a, a wig. You could have went in on with them Snoop Dogg memes, girl, for days if you knew what you was doing. Like, this is just, as far as I'm concerned, this is just more proof that you don't write no shit because you couldn't even write a tweet to clap back at Snoop for clowning your ass on Instagram. So I just really feel like you are, everything about you is fake as hell anyway. But like, girl. You couldn't talk about one of his his long fingernails. You couldn't talk about one of his many multicolored two can Shirley Temple curls and shit like that rap that fucking scarf you be wearing to sleep it's like you have so much material but that you don't want I don't know what it is or what her camp is over there doing with her or whatever but I used to be such a huge Iggy Azalea fan and I'm still like girl do you and do it to the best of your absolute ability. Yeah. I'm not even going to be out here, you know. But stick up for your fucking self. You're a rapper. And you're a rapper with a hell of a lot of mouth. I don't know. I haven't seen many of her latest interviews. But just knowing her from knowing what I know about her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not one to just be quiet. She'll pop off. Like, she has a whole lot of mouth. Don't let, like, if you feel a way about right, it, stop letting people, like, now? sucker you. Like, stop trying to be, like above it or I'm going to be the bigger person or whatever the fuck arguing with a, a high ass 42 year old man <laughs> that ain't put out a record or whatever in the lungs last shit he put out was like some Rastafarian shit that don't nobody understand <laughs> like <laughs> because that's how fucking high he is nobody even gave a shit when Snoop was like oh I'm Snoop lying now and I'm putting out this Rasta album we were like alright nigga because that's how much weed he smokes nobody even takes his ass seriously but I don't want like I don't want it to be the impression that I think it was okay for Snoop to do that shit no, because even though she much. gets on my nerves I'm not saying that was a cool thing to do I'm saying fuck her I don't really give a damn that somebody came for her ass like I just don't I don't give a fuck that this happened to her oh well I feel like you'll get over it she will more than certainly get over it like oh well you'll be alright you wanted this and stop having T.I. come and fight all your goddamn battles sis like what the fuck I don't get that either like Come on now, people have an issue Let with you. Let him fight his own damn battles. Why are you just not capable of speaking up for your damn self? Tiny is over here asking him what the fuck he gonna do, and I gotta have Dustin and Asante tell me this shit over and over again, because they just swear this shit is the jam. Mm-hmm. And I like, T.I. got his own motherfucking battles to fight. Stop having, <laughs> stop sicking that nigga on, on people in your damn, on your behalf. Because right. the nigga was over here calling Lilia Banks all kinds of bitches and hoes, and she clapped right back on his ass and his motherfucking wife, and she's still out here standing on her own two motherfucking feet, and I don't give a fuck how you feel about the bitch nobody said anything to him about that shit when he did it nobody said nothing about it and it's because they don't like her which is understandable but don't try that's why i'm not saying nothing now about iggy because i don't like her so oh well somebody said something fucked up to you oh well i don't like you that's how i felt when the shit happened to azalea oh well girl i don't like you oh well somebody said something fucked up to you i'm not gonna say they was wrong but i'm not gonna say they was right oh well it's a thing that happened to you i'm gonna sit over here and be like huh that happened to you and that's it like oh well i don't give a fuck too bad those are the hot topics <laughs> for this week. And we're going to take a break. Hi, guys. Do you have sensitive skin or coarse curly hair, but you're looking for a great razor to help you shave? Then it's time to check out Bevel at GetBevel.com today. You can use code THEREAD to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. Bevel is clinically proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, and four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. This is the first and only shaving system created for men with coarse and curly hair, so if that's you, you have to head on over and check it out. Nas is an early investor in the company. And we all know how good he looks, so that's a reason all by itself to go check it out. Damn right. And it's dermatologist tested. So again, that's getbevel.com with code the read to get 20% off your first month. And Kid Fury knows a little bit more about it. Yes, I actually was blessed with the Bevel razor recently. And I can say no shit, y'all know I don't just open my mouth and start talking about products, but Bevel is a dope, dope razor. 
those of you who may have coarse skin or not coarse skin, but coarse hair and sensitive skin like myself, you know how much of a pain in the ass razor bumps are to keep away to everything to deal with their pain. And ever since I started using the bevel razor, I have not seen any razor bumps. If I have, they've been incredibly tiny, so easy to deal with. Bevel is an awesome razor. Check them out. I love the product. All right. So again, that's getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. And use code THEREAD to get 20% off your first month. That's a better shave, according to Kid Fury. So you might as well try it out. And let's get back to the show. Say no to razor bumps. Okay, so we're back, and it's time for the listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com, and let's just dive right in with our first message from Cece, and it says, Hi, Kid Fury and Crystal. I'm a 28-year-old healthcare professional, and I do pretty well for myself financially. I've only been in my field, all right then, for mm-hmm. about two years, and I've had two relationships in that time. When I meet guys, I'm very proud to announce my occupation because I worked very hard for it, and I'm 28 years old, breaking in six figures, which is no easy task or something I take lightly. However, in doing so, people make assumptions about my salary, and guys either look at me as a threat or as a bank. <laughs> okay. I mentioned these relationships because in both these situations, I ended up loaning money to these men only to be burned in the end and never see my money again. My question is, should I not mention to guys what my career is when we first meet? I feel like it's a common get to know you question nowadays, so it's bound to come up. But how do I get around it? My concern is that one day I'll meet a very successful man and I'll say something like I'm a hotel housekeeper. And then he'll say, oh, well, I'm a plastic surgeon. So then I got to come back and lie again. Okay, that sounds really complex. and I don't think that would happen. But what would you guys do? Thanks. I don't see what. The problem is that Cece is so rich that she is afraid that men are going to treat her as a bank or that they're going to feel like she's unattainable. No, this is her problem. She wrote in, this is her rich person problem. Men have taken advantage of her generosity and borrowed money from her and never paid it back. And so now she's wondering, should she just lie about her occupation? Should she not tell people how much she makes? How does she get around this? Cece, I'd love to tell you that I could feel your plight, girl. <laughs> okay. I really, really, I really do. Yeah, this sounds like it would be so dope. Um, I don't know what you telling dates that you're... Mm, let me figure this out. Okay. I don't know what you divulging that information on a date has to do with you giving men money. Like, just because a guy knows what you do for a living or how much money you earn, I don't think that that means yeah. you have to give him money when he asks for it. Well, she's saying, like, in, when she gets into relationships and these guys know how much money she makes, they she ends up giving them loans, I guess, and they just never pay her back. Like, that's so what happened in her past two relationships. why don't you guys that are clearly financially stable and secure? Right. It sounds like you either need to date men who make more money or who are better with their money, or you just need to tell them no when they ask for it. Look what happened to Phaedra Parks. Because you... Okay. Don't do my auntie face. You have two Mr. Presidents, a, a Mrs. Lord. President. Did you see her on Ellen? Secretary of State. Hell yeah. Talking about how she wanted to see the good in Apollo and she didn't realize he was still like that and she thought he had changed. And she has five degrees, so of course she don't need no man, but she just, you know, and her kids are her pride and joy and all this. I like Phaedra. Only thing that I felt like kept Phaedra back for me was Apollo. Because yeah. I think other than that, she's funny. Oh, well. Her choice in men and her choice in, like, fashion and hair. She's real country. Like, and she's one of those country people who don't realize they country. I guess a lot of people accuse me of being the same way. But she is just, like, real, oh, hey, y'all. Like, kind of like a black Paula Deanish, hopefully, without all the sides of, like, racism and shit. But she's just real extra with her southernness. And that came across a lot in the show. And I felt like that got on a lot of people's nerves. But Phaedra... I don't know how we got on her as opposed to... Because they made the same piss poor decision in terms of date niggas that you got to Mr. Potato Head and fix up. Right. I don't think you need to lie about what you do for a living, though. Like That's silly. But I don't... I also would not tell people... I'll tell you what I do for a living, but there's no reason why my salary should come up in a dating Did conversation. Did she say what she does? She said she's a healthcare professional, but she's not going to tell us what her title is. So. so you'll tell us. You won't tell us, but she'll tell your dates. <laughs> 
I mean, and if you if you are meeting these people and coming off the bat with, well, I do this and I make over six figures, and I feel like if I feel like if you lead with that, then then people are going to come away automatically with the impression that the amount of money you make is like very important to you. If that's some shit you saying on the first couple of dates or so. I don't see like I would not if tell that's an people issue for what you, I make. Then you should probably just date guys that have like that you're on the same page with financially. That way that you ain't gotta worry about them wanting your goddamn money and you certainly don't have to worry about wanting his. So there you go. Yeah, I don't see why I'm trying to see if she had something else in here that like another question that we didn't answer, but not really. Like she said people either consider her a threat or a bank and so <laughs> Like, you are living for yourself, honey. Like, so, <laughs> first of all, you really get Doctor Simone. She, okay, stop. She's like giving herself a lot, but then also, ma'am, I don't. All right, okay. Good luck to you. I guess Rock I can't out. really relate to having too much money and not knowing what to do when people are asking me for. Give me it. a That's few more years, CC. And we so can talk about it. foreign to my existence. Like I don't get it at all. I think the best thing for you to do is keep your money to yourself and date a nigga who is also like, if you're a healthcare professional, go to like a, do they have mixers or something? Um, Talk about pills or? Well, can't you get on the internet and like search for a boo and then just put like education level or, or income level? I think you can sort for that. Oh, they have to have those. I'm on sure they. I'm websites. sure they do. So those of you who are wealthy can just decide to keep that amongst one another. And because you came out the bat letting us know, off the bat letting us know that you make over six figures, like that was just. Because hello, if you let these niggas know what's going on in your coin purse, they're gonna dive right in. I could see how people would be kind of off like put off by that if only because it just seems so aggressive from you like hi i'm 28 and i have a lot of money like okay girl but like i wanted to get to know you ask about your hobbies and shit like turn down your real housewife intro just a little bit (laughs) that's really it like she'll be holding a peach like i went to school and i got a lot of money like okay girl congratulations to you then um let's see should we do another one yes okay uh, whew, never mind. That's a question that I don't think you would want to answer. Sure won't. <laughs> Speaking of questions we don't want to answer, we just taped a thing with uh, the brilliant idiots and they got really... We... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was loads of fun. I just, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to hear that. But okay, this one is called My Boyfriend's Friend is Getting Too Close to Comfort. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Hi, Chris Lincoln Fury. I wanted to ask your advice on a situation I'm currently going through with my boyfriend. His friend is the building manager, and we recently moved into a luxury apartment in a nice part of Brooklyn. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, because nice sounds like gentrified off top, like already. It sounds like they are in a situation in a living space in New York. Can we just... (sighs) So the friend is a woman. You should know this. And the person who wrote it is a woman, too. So this, this is a heterosexual Do you know situation. how much it costs <laughs> to live in this goddamn city? Go ahead. Okay. He's joked around before about how his friend has a crush on him and constantly flirts with him. And he's admitted that he flirted back a bit because he knew she was doing us a huge favor with, favor with getting us this place. Um, hold on. <laughs> she texts him a lot about random stuff and she always comments on his facebook posts she got tickets she got tickets to see a band at the barclays center and invited my boyfriend to go with her jesus christ i neglected the invite because i'd be bored out of my mind and daydreaming about beyonce and i trust my boyfriend completely but i feel like he might go too far and lead her on i don't want to seem crazy or jealous but i'm am i mad for thinking she's trying to seduce him or is she just being a friend it's hard for me to wrap my mind around her wanting to be just friends because the only straight males i semi-voluntarily associate with are co-workers family and my boyfriend so i never got the whole be friends with a straight dude thing what do you think i should do am i being paranoid or overprotective okay so that's from cat cat your flags are like blood red <laughs> do you think like is it obvious that the two of them have something going on or she said that the girl flirts with him and he said he flirts back sometimes but like only to get the apartment so they're essentially going on a date (laughs) and you're asking me what okay like I feel like it's either if you trust him, then what what are you really worried about? If you feel like it's nothing your man is going to do with any other girl out there and he's never going to 
step out on you, then why are you so in your feelings that you are writing this email to us? Like, I don't think you trust him as much as you say you do trust him. Otherwise, this would not be bothering you the way it is. And so if that's the case, then why are you still fucking with him? Like, if you really feel like he's fucking some girl in this nice ass apartment in Brooklyn when you ain't there, then why are you still with him? Or then just go with him. Go with him where? Which Why does she say that she's not going to the thing? Oh, she didn't go to the the concert because it was some band she doesn't like, and so she would just be bored. But she feels like this girl is trying to seduce her boo. Like, then go to the goddamn concert and be bored, girl. If you that worried about it, then tag if along with it. If you're that fucking worried about it, then go on over there and listen to Smashing Pumpkins or whoever it is that you, whoever it is, right? And get your life or fake get your life. Right. But I also feel like, like, are you sure you're not just being completely paranoid about this? Like, have they actually done anything to make you feel like they are fucking around? Are you in your own head creating a situation? Because people are very capable of being friends without fucking around. But if you get in that feeling and you don't trust him and you've talked to him about it and you still don't trust him, then I don't really I don't see why you are still putting forth all this effort. Because what I'm not going to do is be with somebody I have to constantly go behind and check up on and see are you doing what you said you was going to do and feeling like I need to check your text and you need to send me a pin on maps right now so i know where you at and you need to facetime me so i'm sure you're not at that bitch's house i don't have time for all that that shit is exhausting i'm a grown-ass woman with a busy schedule i have a lot of jobs i cannot be chasing around behind some nigga making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing is not another one of my jobs so for you to be like oh so concerned about this and this bitch is trying to seduce your man or whatever if she's trying to seduce him and he can be seduced then let his ass go just let him go then shit ain't no point in fighting for somebody who ain't gonna fight to be with you for what and y'all got that living situation in Brooklyn, so. Yeah, but you didn't just moved into a luxury apartment. I'm sure your lease is very long. I'm sure your rent is extraordinarily high. So good luck with that. But I would not be going behind, like, trying to make sure that you being faithful and doing the shit that you're supposed to be doing. Like, I don't have that kind of time. You should have just went to the concert and just replayed, like, on the run in your head. If you were that worried about it. Like, if you were that if you really thought she was going what like suck his dick at this concert or something without you there then you should have just went with them maybe before or after Ugh, girl girl who has the time who has the time who really has the time to be sitting there worried about what your man is doing let his ass go it's a mil it's billions of other men out here what is so great about that one so great that you got to lose your peace of mind billions of them suck y'all crazy so that's our advice to you very much good luck with that we are keeping the show under control today so two questions is all we have send yours to ask the read at gmail.com and we'll be right back hey guys don't forget to go over to our sponsors at audiblepodcast.com slash the read yes as always if you go to audible you can get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. We told you they have loads of amazing books, including some really popular favorites like The Maze Runner and Fault of Our Stars and my faves, The Four Agreements and The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. Crystal and her book club are also super up on Audible. Oh, yes. As soon as I get around to rescheduling that uh, that date to discuss Americana. But make sure you are headed over to audiblepodcast.com slash the read for that free 30 day trial and that free audiobook. Like Kid Fury said, it works on your iPhone, iPad, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone and over 500 MP3 players. And you can choose from more than 150,000 titles. So many different genres after the free trial. It's $14.95 a month and you receive a credit for one book every month and membership continues until you cancel so head on over to audiblepodcast.com slash the read you have nothing to miss out on download a bunch of audiobooks to get you through some long road trips or super long flights or even just that regular everyday commute to and from work you need something to entertain you and get your mind off the fact that there are mentally ill people screaming in your face and audible will help you do that audiblepodcast.com slash the read for a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial all right, let's get back to the show. So it's time now for the read. Yes, and I don't know what mine is, so you can go first. I need to think of one. Super prepared today, honey. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we have just been in the studio for so long. So long. I've been in the studio for so long today. Um. Okay, so my read is going out to... It's going to be a mild read because I kind of feel bad for her, but at the same time, girl, what? Janisha Bradley, don't know if you heard about her, but she's a woman who was working at LAX as a shuttle bus driver. 
Not sure for what airline specifically. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart was seen outside of the bus, I guess, going to his car or wherever. And this woman stopped the bus, hopped out, and ran up to Kevin Hart to take a selfie with him. Okay. Yes, she got her selfie. She also got some time on TMZ as the cameras were out there and they were on and popping. She then hopped back on the shuttle bus and I guess took her her customers to wherever it is that she needed to go. Passengers, whatever the fuck you want to call them. So she quit working to go do this. She hopped out of her car, out of the bus, and ran up on Kevin Hart to get a photo. No, girl. Then went back on the bus. (laughs) No, girl. And continued on with her shift. Janisha has since been suspended from her job indefinitely without pay. She claims in her defense that there was only one family on board the bus and the father of the family was also starstruck and got off before her to take a photo with Kevin as well. Janisha, what does that have to do with you doing your job? You can't just hop off of the shuttle bus that's supposed to be taking people. And the gag is, as she is, like, you can watch the video of her taking the picture with him. And you can see the bus in the background with people, like, walking to their seat. So I don't know when all of this is happening. I'm not calling Janisha a liar. I'm Mm -hmm. saying, Janisha, you should have planted your black ass in your seat and drove the fuck off. You work at LAX. Kevin Hart was going to be the first motherfucking select. How long does she have that damn job? <laughs> Can you imagine how many famous people you see in LAX every single day for you to hop up out your... De- I, listen, can you imagine if you were like in an Uber and you're headed to work and you might be pressed for time and all of a sudden you pull up on like motherfucking Gabriel Union and your driver hops out to go take a picture with her? I'd been, Even if I wanted a picture with the bitch too, I'd have been like, sir! Right. You have a job to do. <laughs> Like, I was on my way somewhere. You're on my dime. Like, my time. I paid for this, though. Janisha makes smarter decisions. And when they, they also have some video of up, up of her saying that this shit like ruined her life and she would have never taken the picture if she knew what the consequences were going to be. Janisha, I don't understand how you didn't assume <laughs> that your ass was going to get in trouble for hopping off the goddamn bus and taking a picture with a select. Anyway, I hope that she finds work again soon. Here's just a a small dose of advice. Don't. And that's mine. Okay. (laughs) All right. My read this week goes out to uh, one Ashley Toll. If you don't know who that is, that's perfectly fine because she's not famous at all. But she is mother to a four-year-old who took 250 bags to heroin to daycare for show and tell or whatever other reason and uh, decided to pass them out. So if you don't, if you have not heard this story, awesome. this child, this four-year-old, um, apparently her regular backpack had been ruined by the family pet, whomever that is. And so they just grabbed another one and took the child to daycare And the second backpack contained roughly 250 packets of heroin. So when the child arrived to the daycare, the little girl thought it was candy and passed all the packets around to the other kids. Thank God these children did not actually open the bags and partake of the heroin because then you really would have had a motherfucking problem. But this totaled 3.735 grams, which is enough heroin to garner a felony possession. But instead of choosing her or charging her with a family she, uh, felony, she has been charged with three counts of child endangerment and maintaining a drug property. She is out now on $6,000 bail and police are continuing to investigate the case. Now, listen, I'm not one to judge parents for doing drugs heroin yes but drugs in general no because i understand kids have got to be one hell of a mind fuck and it just has to be moments throughout your month day week where you just really feel like i have got to get high so that i can forget that these people belong to me like i understand that you just must not want to be sober all the time because having kids looks like it is just really stressful and draining and you would want to escape reality a lot however jenner had you know some heroin passing out if you know you are moving that dope out the living room why would you not and you know you keep your dope in backpacks why would you not check the bag 
that your baby is taking to school to make sure you're not giving away all your product to the other four and five year old kids in the class. Like this just seems like it would be basics of drug selling 101 that the first thing you would do is make sure that shit did not get nowhere near your kids to where your kids could ingest it or take it to school or take it to church or anywhere else and blow your fucking cover like ma'am ashley girl i understand you was about this money perhaps you were also about that smack but we just don't under no circumstances is it acceptable to leave that amount of of drugs around your baby and then to allow your baby like you took her to school at some point during this journey you could open her bag let's make sure your lunch is in here okay you got your your juice bowl or whatever the fuck else you got your little bullshit ass homework colored in your letters oh wait there go three grams of heroin i can't believe i almost let you walk off with that like what kind of parent are you to not be monitoring what the fuck your kid is taking to school or not taking to school she's four it's not like she's some teenager who could go be devious and make shit up create a backpack of drugs or whatever the fuck else like she's a baby you it was completely on you and it would have been on you if one of them kids had ingested that shit and died like just been like fuck yeah pixie stick dust you know how kids are right. they think some shit is candy they will nose dive kids will dump the whole damn bag in their faces and ask questions later because kids are dumb this is four and five years old these are not intelligent rational people they're gonna just eat it you damn lucky that none of them kids took them drugs and shit but ma'am like girl bitch i'm surprised they even let her retain custody of this baby it was they did yeah like apparently the little girl is still in the home is yeah none of the children ate the heroin and well, charged with child endangerment are... but not yeah they're investigating the case yeah, like girl that may not last long. of all the bad decisions you make the decision to grab another backpack for your child and not at least check it for that dope was just the decision unbelievable to even have heroin in the same house as your child and 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 not even to have heroin but to have that much of it like it was bad enough you had heroin in the house but bitch you had enough for a felony it's not like you had a little bit in whatever pipe or however the fuck you ingest heroin i don't know it wasn't like you had one dose like you had the sam's club of heroin in your living room why i don't understand why you was that careless and you have a baby right there in your home like do you just not give a fuck what happens to this child shame on you ma'am like you ought to be ashamed hang your head she's a what a bill trap okay whatever that is I don't really know. All right. Well, I know pirates say it. Okay. Well, that's my read this week to Miss Ashley Tell and all the rest of you. If you know you are selling drugs in your home, I just ask that you be very careful about that shit and don't have it around your young, impressionable children who will pick it up and go share it with all their friends. That wraps up this episode of The Read. Woo! Short and sweet. Yes. We, we have been. It's been a long day for us. <laughs> It's been a very, very, very long day. And we have to get right up in the morning and head to Charlotte. We are so excited to see y'all tomorrow at UNC, presented by, I think it's called, what's this event called? Outspoken? Yes. Yes. So we are so excited to head down there and see all of you. Hopefully you went online and and registered your tickets or reserved your tickets. And those of you who are students already have yours. And we're just going to have a grand time and have something called cookout. And uh, It's really good. Oh, I've never, I've never had it before. I mean, I, so. I enjoyed it the one time that I had it. Okay, so we are so excited to see y'all tomorrow. And what else is coming up? Um, Trilloween, my Halloween party I'm having is a very secret location in Brooklyn. It's going to be loads of fun. You can go to Trilloween.com. That's T-R-I-L-L-O-W-E-E-N.com. And you can buy tickets there. It's going to be open bar all night long. Whoop. So you can get wasted a costume contest with really cool prizes. It's going to be a photo booth and performances and guests. And I'm putting together a fun costume. I hope that it works and stuff. So, yeah, I had this is the sequel to my Trilloween party. So if you came to the last one, you should come again. If you didn't make the last one, you should come this year. It's loads of fun. And hopefully we'll see you there. Also, you can go to thereadtoronto.com and thereadnola.com to get tickets to Toronto and the New Orleans show? Yes, the Toronto show is on Saturday, November 15th. And the uh, show in New Orleans, I believe, is on uh, December, December, yeah, December 13th. So you can head over there and get those. We are headed to Washington, D.C., but that show is sold out. So make sure you're following us on Facebook and Twitter. We will give away free VIP tickets, two of those, to that show. So it's Facebook and Twitter.com slash this is the read and this is the read.com to see every episode and bios and all that fun stuff. Yay. Anything else from you this week, sir? 
Not a goddamn thing. All right, I'm going to go home. I'm feeling a little Ebola-ish, so I'm going to go rinse that out and take a long nap. Hopefully I feel better. Okay. And we will see you guys next week. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.